what you did. Bam. Yeah, you know I love you, but I can't forget. Bam. Yeah, that's all I got. Dang, <laughs> and we were really going. She has that song stuck in everybody's head. Y'all, I love that song. Shout out to Mahalia. Oh. I love you. You're really trying to get a shout out. <laughs> she never been this woke. I love her. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. You probably forgot us. Yeah. It's been a literal month. Um, We're still alive. Oh, but I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is Melanin. And Madison. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, med school's hard. Um, it's, would you say it's the hardest thing you've ever done? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll I'll give you an idea. Flo asked, would you rather... <laughs> <laughs> I did ask. Would you rather go through... And wait, pause. Kia is tripping. Okay, okay. Wait, what What? you want? Okay, well... Well, okay. well t- say it. So, <laughs> she said, would you rather go through these last two weeks that we had, which was nothing short of awful, <laughs> um, or go through labor to have a kid? And I said the last two weeks because I believe labor is awful. Labor. I picked labor. Oh, my goodness. But no no meds? Well, you don't plan on doing meds anyway. No, I don't. Yeah, no. I, I, we don't have kids. <laughs> we just have dogs. And you can't go and buy your kids for $35. So. No. Yeah, no. And honestly, if they act like this, I would not buy them for $35. Oh, girl, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, wow, that was a tangent. So we're super sorry that we've been super absent, guys. And so many people understand, which is really, really nice. Because everyone's like, we understand, like, you guys are med students. But Lord have mercy. I didn't know, like, it was just going to be so <laughs> time-consuming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. We have no time. Um, None at all. We can barely breathe. Could not um, at all. And b- we made a sign uh, for our door that we were studying on that said, um, <laughs> frantically studying. You have to preface this because I, I think people <laughs> think we're cool. We're losers. <laughs> and when we study, everyone just thinks it's a party. Well, no, it's like everyone's studying in the same building. Yeah. And like everyone's panicking. And for some people, like it really does help them to get out of the room which I get, but, like, it's just so hard because it's, like, you take a break and then it turns into an hour and then you're, like, oh, God, I'm going to fail. Mm-hmm. And it just, it gets dark real fast. And so. he is very friendly because when people come in the room, okay. I kindly Tur- uh, put her headphones on. It's the studio booth, guys. <laughs> it's the ones that you can see. And I give, and I give them the look like that has nothing to do with that. That is, I'm checking out. <laughs> and then and I'm they stuck keep talking because he is too nice. Well, it's like, okay, Bible, I'm leaving. <laughs> Mm. So, we had to put a sign up that says, um, studying frantically, let's talk later. Yeah. Um, and th- all this to say... And then our room became a museum. Oh, God, which is fine by me. <laughs> oh, goodness, because nobody came in. It was great. It was glorious. But, laminate signs, kids. That's the message of the story. <laughs> um, you had our quote. What's the... Oh, yeah. Flo's twisting her um, hair, so... I we'll am, because I have no time. This is... That's how you know this is a cultured little show. <laughs> Okay, so the quote, it's it's from Eleanor Roosevelt. It's, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I lived through this horror. I can take the next step that comes along. So, Oof. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt is not a black person or, or a minority racially. Um, she's a woman. She is a woman. So that's, that's 
yes, that's what that's why we're that's what we're going with. <laughs> um, and you know, we could just act like it was from Michelle Obama. Because oh Auntie Michelle would say something like that. Uh, <laughs> yes, but I loved that quote because I feel like me like being able to grow as a person was because I was able to look at my past and see how much I failed and yeah. how much I've grown from it. Yeah. And honestly, being hard-headed will not get you anywhere. No. And, like, lying to yourself or or not wanting to admit. And, like, it's okay to admit failure. That's a part of life. Like, Mm -hmm. you breathe, you eat, you fail. Like, that's... It's things that happen. (laughs) It almost have to happen. Like, it's something that you experience. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Sorry. I don't know why poorly thought out um but it's something we just fail all the time and we just laugh literally i know failure more than (laughs) but when i get success it's so sweet Mm -hmm. oh my gosh guys we passed our exam okay so i told y'all we wasn't gonna tell y'all every time we passed our exam but we passed our exam this friday Mm -hmm. and it was rough like yeah the test was hard god it's i walked out (laughs) (laughs) so i i finished the test before kia so i waited for her she walks out and the first thing she says to me is does you and casey have a hair school because i was about to enroll the worst part is she meant it i was dead serious i was like i wonder if i could just use my alumni Get an alumni discount and go, you know, just get that backup uh, plan going. (laughs) Yeah, that test was rough. It was really hard, guys. Um, And the thing about medical school that we've learned is it's not, it's not that the material is, well, it's kind of hard material, but it's also the amount of time that you have to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, They taught us an entire immunology Mm -hmm. um, semester in a day, um, in an hour, actually. Yeah. And it was overwhelming. Um, And that was literally one thing. We have three classes per day. So that's about 15 lectures per week times two because, you know, give or take. And, like, our classes have pre-work. So some of our classes we have work on top of those lectures that we before have to the do lecture. before the lecture. Yeah. So. It's aggressive. Because remember I counted, I was like, we had 18, like, lectures with the pre-work. Like, yeah, in, in one week. week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's overwhelming because it's like they told us about these bacteria that we had to learn about on Monday. And our exam was Friday. Mm-hmm. But we also had all of diabetes to learn about. Yeah. It, was, it was intense. And I'm very proud of us for getting through it. Oh. Because I thought I was going to die. And you're here. I'm right here. Kicking. Yay. Thriving. Something like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All that to say, I mean, I'm very happy. Very, very happy we're in med school. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, would I want to relive that last week? No. And we are for the rest of our lives. So oh God. get used to it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, but let's start the show. So we did our elders elevation. Let's do money messages. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're not going to do interview questions yet because we have a fun little kind of episode planned um, where we're going to do interview questions for MMI since interview session is coming up. Um, and I just want to see how ethically conflicted flow is. So, yikes. (laughs) Okay. It's fun to watch her make decisions. (laughs) I make decisions. Even the dog stopped. (laughs) God. I'm hilarious. You're not funny. (laughs) No, no. Throw you all away. Dang. Okay. Um, So, we have a lot of cool messages uh, today. So, Mahoney messages is kind of going to be like half the show. 
Um, but we do want to talk about, we did say we want to talk about loans and like finances and stuff. So we will talk about that. Should we just talk about that first? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so one of our listeners, or no. Yeah, I guess she was a listener. One of our listeners. I, hope, I think so. Yeah, she had to. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, one of our listeners suggested that we talk about like money and finances while in medical school and like how you pay for medical school. Um, so since Mahoney message is super long, we're just going to jump into that. So kind of like stepping stone, pre-stepping stone, if you will. So, okay. Um, number one, we're broke. Broke, broke. Yeah, big broke. Um, not broke in the sense of like, I had to give plasma again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you Luckily, I get to keep my plasma this time. But we talked about plasma this past week, and I definitely looked at Kia like someone has your plasma. And I was like, mm. I did, a, I did a community service. Um, no, but um, broke is in like we don't, we have a set amount of money, and we have to be very strict with it. Mm-hmm. So we basically can't do anything like leisurely. Which we do, um, so I'm a little nervous, <laughs> to be quite frank. Um, but yeah, so our money comes from loans so far. Um, now, I know a couple people who got full rides. Um, yeah, I know, I know two people for sure who got full rides, and it's just like, one... But even with that, um, like, some of the scholarships that are full rides at our school, like, they're weird about it. Like, you can't even get your money at certain times. Because I know mm. one of, you know, one of our classmates kind of struggled. Because we got, so, like, they, the loans and stuff kind of hit, like, a week before school starts. And then you get your money, like, right before school starts. And mm-hmm. I know, like, some of those loans, like, they don't start until, like, September. Like, mm-hmm. the full rides. So, I know. That's crazy. I know. That's really weird. Um... I just know, like, sometimes, too, they have stipulations. Yeah, so like, so, like, yeah, if you're looking for a full ride, like, you should look through all of that stuff so that you're not thinking you're going to get your money when everyone else is, and then when everyone else has a check and is going to McDonald's and... McDonald's. <laughs> I have not eaten my McDonald's since classes started. I don't know what else you can afford with Raising canes. Oh, I've been eating good, which is why I'm scared of my money's going to run out. <laughs> You should, yeah, look at that stuff because you don't want to be surprised when everyone else is paying their rent and you are calling your mom. Or giving plasma. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad place to be. Uh, But you can watch movies while doing it. Oh, no? Okay. Um, Do not. Are they they sponsoring our show? Why are you shouting them out? Hey, CSL got the bank, okay? (laughs) Okay. Um... So, yeah, so loans, um, scholarships are available, so, like, partial scholarships even. Um, you just have to apply for them on time or you play yourself. Like, <sighs> I did that. I played myself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, or... Especially if you're a minority, apply, apply, apply. Yeah. Because most likely if your school does not have a huge minority population... They have plenty of money for minorities. Yeah, you'll get something. Yeah, talk to the Office of Diversity at whatever school you plan on going to. And yeah. see if they have any. And do that on your interview day. Yeah. So don't, I like, if people who are, like, worried about the money and you see, like, the school costs 90 grand, like, in the long run. Oh, God. It, 
Um, in the long run, it'll be paid off eventually, Mm -hmm. but you'll have enough money, like, with the loans, like, they factor in, like, the cost of living in your area, how much, like, food that, I think they, like, at our school, they, like, sample the students and, like, ask, like, how much you spent on groceries, do you have, like, car payments, and they, like... I know, yeah, they budget it, so they'll show you, like, a breakdown of everything, like, how much they allot you for, like, insurance and stuff like that, so, like, I know what I did, like, I made a budget sheet, and some of the stuff that they, um, they allotted us money, like, I don't pay my phone bill, like, my parents are awesome and pay my phone bill, so, like, stuff like that, I didn't take out money for my phone bill, Mm -hmm. so, like, you can do that to save on um, taking out the full amount, but, yeah. And, like, for me, I know how I am with my money. So I paid my rent as soon as, like, for the most of the semester. Mm-hmm. So that I knew at least I had somewhere to live. Yeah. May have to eat Ashley. So I, 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 can, I can feed her. My fridge yeah. is empty, but... Oh, God. I'll, I'll feed you. What are you going to feed me? Cereal? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I might be eating Astro's food. <laughs> I got almond milk. It's vanilla sweetened. I haven't had almond milk in so long. Oh, see, I got you. Praise God. What are friends for, guys? Yeah. <laughs> almond milk. That's what they're for. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's the rumors that they say are true. Like I, I have learned that everything that people assume about medical school is true. It's hard. You have no money and, um, you do nothing but study. Yeah. And I think, I think the thing, like the biggest thing is budgeting just because like you, when you're working, at least, you know, that in two weeks you're going to get a new check. Absolutely. Like now they, FAFSA gives you everything for the semester and come December, if you have a dollar in your account, you're going to have a dollar in your account till January. And it's looking like that's my life. <sighs> We're friends. Friend. I got you. No friend. You have the same money. I do. FAFSA, <laughs> FAFSA literally scrolled from your name to mine. <laughs> Dropped the same mouth. Yeah. So it's an experience. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that answered your money question. There's also, like, work-study jobs. I would not do that. Would you? Do you want to talk about that? Don't work. Flo was right. <laughs> <laughs> don't work. Um, it's just really unrealistic. Like, the thing is, the seconds that you think, like, oh, it's only going to be... Like, I was literally working three hours once a week. But yeah. with those three hours, like, I could have used that for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have used that for sleeping. I could have, mm-hmm. well, literally sleeping because it was from yeah. 4 a.m. to... Yeah, and that's the biggest thing about medical school is, like, your time is so precious. And, really like, precious. I I didn't realize how important time was until we started. Like, even if, even if you have downtime, like, it's just, like, the little things you appreciate. Like, even if you have 30 minutes to watch TV, like, you can be studying. So it's just, like... yeah. Your time is just so precious. Like, working right now, I, I don't know. It's just, like, playing yourself. Like, yeah. why would you, even if you're not studying, you could use that time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Or I could walk my dog. I'd stop walking my dog. I Girl, he's 12 pounds. He, don't <laughs> <laughs> he does not need to walk. I wish. He walks on my nerves all day. My dog day. will not go to the bathroom if I don't walk. Oh, see, that's crazy. Yeah, she's gonna change in the winter because she doesn't like really to be crazy. outside. Yeah, you know Astro pees in a second. Yeah, I take him out. He sees grass. <laughs> it's a wrap. Um, but yeah, yeah. So just be really stingy with your time, like, and I see why the MCAT is the way it is. Like, yeah, we have been talking about that. Yeah, because oh yeah, you said um, one of our exams are uh, a section. 
Yeah, one of our exams is like like as far as time. Yeah, far as time and question, question number because we have fifty five. Yeah, yeah, it's like fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's very very. There's a purpose to the MCAT, and you have to be selfish with your time. Yeah, when you're studying for sure. Um, I think yeah. that covers it for money. Yeah. Yeah, some of the loans come with, or some of the scholarships come with stipulations, like you have to work um, in the area or in a oh, certain yeah. practice. Or yeah, certain, yeah. Yeah, so, um, or a certain specialty. Yeah. So look into those. There's definitely scholarships available if you want them. Um, you do have to be a competitive applicant. So That's true. be honest with yourself, you know, be, and honestly, even if you don't think you're a competitive app- applicant, apply. apply. Hardcore. Like, yeah. definitely. Yeah, for sure. Apply. Um, But it just depends. Like, there's definitely scholarships available. You just have to be dedicated and look. Yeah. Um, And then budget. Um, oh God, all so the much. sheets that they give you on budgeting, look at them. And, like, every school is different. So, like, talk to – especially every area is different because we can't talk about – budgeting in New Jersey because I'm like that's why I didn't go to school oh, in New true. Jersey because like I saw those apartment prices and I was like this is not for me yeah and you have to be very cognizant of that yeah, yeah. um I think every school that I interviewed at talked about money yeah the they did yeah so if you mm-hmm. have financial questions um they'll definitely like talk to you about that yeah because they want everyone to know be financially literate Mm -hmm. and like I know at our school like I think by the time you get to third or or fourth year when you're starting to apply for residency they like we have to sit down with them and talk about how you're gonna pay your loans (laughs) because you're like hey girl so that check's coming (laughs) that bill yeah um and oh what was I Oh, review their in-state versus out-of-state um, Ooh, rules. that's big. Because some schools won't let you change if you start. Yeah. Excuse me, if you start out-of-state, you can't go back. You can't, yeah. Loan is clips. Out-of-state, <laughs> stop. I'm trying to be great. I'm trying to learn in fourth year when I'm on that stage reading, I'm going to this OBGY residency and my hair is shaking we in got, the wind. We say, Wait I don't want to hear anything about my clips. She's going to be annoying on that stage. <laughs> Blowing. <laughs> Hair just blowing. Okay. I matched. Okay. So um, I, I yeah. saw the growth, friend. I saw the I'll be there. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, sorry. Tangent. <laughs> yes. Review the in state versus out of state rules because good. some schools don't let you um um yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like switch residencies. Um and if you if you think you're eligible for switching residencies, look up that paperwork early mm-hmm. and do everything you need to. Because, like, I know at our school, like, you have to switch, like, your tags, like, um, some of us, <laughs> some of us um, <laughs> you have to do, like, change your license. So, like, yeah, like, look into that stuff. And uh, schools are really stingy about in state, out of state. Like, if they want you, like, like at our school, it's, a, it's an extra 30 grand difference, at least. Yikes, so yeah, really look into that. Yeah, so huh. I think I don't know if anyone has any other more detailed questions about loan stuff. You can email us. At yeah. Oh, m- melanin and medicine zero two at gmail dot com. Okay, I just love hearing you mess it up every time. You didn't know our email. I did. I just wanted to hear you mess it she up. Know. She don't really. Oh, what? Wait. You know what? Flow likes us, guys. She posted. I hate you. She did! They knew. They knew. You didn't use the font I've been using all year. It <laughs> was short and sweet and to the point. Look, and they was like, who is this? <laughs> he be talking like she has things to say. Did we read Nautica's email already? 
Who? There was a email from a girl we called Nautica. Yeah, I think so. She had a hidden gem. Did we put her hidden gem in there too? I don't know. Let's do the other ones, then we could do that. Okay, fair. Um, if we did already do this hidden gem, then we'll just do it again, and you'll get the gems of the gem. Um, okay, guys, so this is going to be kind of like a mailbag episode, because at one point we had no emails, and now we have several, and I'm so elated, so, and I probably shouldn't oh, you read. you read. <laughs> Today. Um, we probably should save some of them. Yeah, we Should can. we do two? Yeah, let's do two. Because yeah, they're kind of lengthy. Don't okay. do the, I thought you were just going to do the end. Well, there's the one about the MCAT study schedule, okay, okay. and then okay. the other. Okay. So, what's our name for the girl? Giselle. Oh, marvelous. Okay. So, um, Giselle starts with a very dense background story, and uh, lovely details about her history and um, her journey there. She also says really nice things about the podcast, so thank you, Giselle. Um, but in the final area, she says, at this point, I've said all this to basically ask... Um, what you both feel I should do in order to strengthen my application. My GPAs are not very competitive, and I am concerned that because of my application, because of that, my application will be thrown out. MCAT studying is doing okay, but I don't want to gamble my whole application on me making a 513 or better on the MCAT. I've called around to different schools um, asking if retaking some classes would help, and most of them had said it may actually hurt me by furthering further diluting my GPA. Lord have mercy, can I read? I'm considering a post-buy program, but I'm not sure how much that will help either. I want to make sure I have the best application I can without taking any unnecessary steps. If you have any advice for me at all on how I can make my application stand out, please let me know. You guys are doing an amazing job, and I look forward to hearing your podcast. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, Giselle. Yeah. Lovely. So we, so this one's obviously like a very common question. For yeah. Us. Um, and us, like something we've been talking about a lot since we've started is how important like our study habits and studying skills and like developing like our science background before we started med school, how important it was before we got here. Because if I would have started straight out of undergrad with the science, because um, I had a lower um, GPA at undergrad with the science GPA and stuff that I had and what I got, the knowledge I got from my undergrad, mm-hmm. I would, I think I would have, mm, I don't know. I would have failed. If I would have made it, that would have been God. It would oh, have yeah. been God would have been dragging me by <laughs> my tail. Yeah. And we would be here. I mean, I think about like how much I used to study. Um... I will say I studied very efficiently, like, my final years at undergrad just because yeah. I was a commuter. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to study when I went home. So, and I knew I couldn't study anything when yeah. I got home. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was that, but no, I would not have been a successful athlete. No, at not at all. So, uh, with that being said, like, I feel like if you feel like you're science background isn't strong I would strongly recommend a post-bac program yeah and um when you're looking at post-bac programs I would definitely like try and find one with like a strong affiliation with a medical school because sometimes like if you do um you can build even if it's not like a guaranteed acceptance you can you're right there at the medical school like you can build the proper connections you Mm -hmm. need to like you can strengthen your science background and at the same time I, I think you mentioned in your email that 
that you're working a lot and work is very exhausting. Yeah, um, she has tons of work. Yeah, so to me, like, that doesn't really sound like a conducive, like, studying environment either. And, like, it's so hard at that point because you have to balance, like, paying your bills and working and studying for the MCAT. And that's so hard. But um, at the end of the day, like, if this is your goals, like, I think that would be best for you just so you can do a program specifically like study and get what you need to yeah I think spending a year to because I I hear a lot of stories of how people like did this for like five years or seven years or Mm -hmm. ten years and then decided to go to medical school yeah um versus you know taking a year fully off dedicating a hundred percent of your time and you know getting into med school yeah versus like and I see why it's so hard to leave, like, steady income. Trust me, I get it. Because this sucks. It's terrible. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, like, it's a means to your end. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you do dedicate that year, take, like, get into medical school. That's, like, what, six years? Because it takes a year applying? Yeah. Yeah. And then finish. That's six years. Mm-hmm. Versus... However long it takes you to, like, work and save or whatever. And honestly, saving up for medical school, although it may be smart, I don't even know if that's realistic. Like, no. Yeah. Like, out-of-pocket med school, unless you got some wealthy money. um, Just take the loans, girl. Yeah, just take the loans. Um, Um, If you wanted to save for living money, I get that. But that's a little extra money on the Yeah, but you can do that on a gap year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so, like, I would honestly, like, do a post program and, like, look up good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he attached the link to... I definitely forgot to. It is okay. But um, <laughs> the ones, up. like, I did the post program at Creighton. Would you suggest that? I would suggest that if... Do not expect a guarantee. Because, honestly, I feel like it strengthened my science background. Okay, okay. If, cool. you, if you don't expect to get into Creighton's medical school, like, if you're going to do that post program. But... Um, if you're trying to strengthen your science background, it's a great program. Because, like, I, honestly, like, I feel like I have a really solid science background from mm-hmm. that program. And uh, all the teachers, like, care really a lot. So That's good. Um, I, I would definitely suggest med prep. It's I've heard mixed things about the organization as far as, like, how organized mm-hmm. they are. But I loved... But I feel like that's every post Yeah, and to me, like, their job isn't to be like super hold your yeah, hand yeah yeah and I, I think that's the thing that people expect from prospect programs is like hey i didn't do good in undergrad like hold my hand and help me get to med school and that's not why they're there they'll help you if you have the right credentials and like you're willing to work but they're yeah. not gonna hold your hand and the discipline i always i mean i know some people are capable of saying like i'm very passionate about my um about <coughs> excuse me about my sleep um, and I refuse to stay up past, like, 10 p.m. Um, to, you know, for my success. It's not me. Um, I'm, I was, when I was studying for the MCAT especially, I was willing to stay up as long as I needed to, as much as I needed to. Mm-hmm. And it was probably unhealthy. And it, I, I'm not saying that, you know, that's for everybody. But I knew I never wanted to take the exam again. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's kind of how you have to be, like, you have to be willing to sacrifice in some areas. So, Maybe, like, staying up is something you can't budge on. But, like, working has to be something you have to be willing to let go. Um, Mm -hmm. Certain relationships, certain toxic relationships, like, let those go. Like, anything that's taking too much of your time, let that go. Um, And that's just because 
hey, like, and to me, sleep wasn't that important. Again, not healthy, not safe, not right. But that's how I felt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even now, I'm I'm not getting eight hours of sleep. No, it's bad. <laughs> I'm gonna look forty tomorrow, but okay, we'll do lots of face masks. Great, great. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's just like you have to be really honest with yourself and willing to sacrifice. Yeah, and like if if that if that's something like you don't realize like surface level, like sit down and write down a pros and cons list because like mm-hmm. honestly, like if you're not willing to be adaptable and do this kind of stuff, maybe the med- medical school isn't for you, and you realize that early on before you waste all this money on applications and your time and yeah. everything to do this, and it's really not for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then um, Vicky also mentioned, um, you know, different postdoc programs and how sometimes they're not organized and like you really don't get much out of it. They're really not supportive and you really have to think about what it is you need. Yeah. I needed mm. support. Yeah, I, I exactly like I feel like for me, like the first day of my postdoc program, like they said, like, we believe in you, like you can do that. And that's that's something that I hadn't heard from like a lot of my teachers. Like mm-hmm. I have support from my family, but like not to hear that from your teachers. Sometimes it, like, it gets in your head. So, like, for me, yeah, I needed support, too. So, like, if you're someone who knows you you have it all and you just really just need, like, another go-around on my material, like, look for programs like that more and, like, ask the questions that you need to ask, like, to these post-bac programs to figure out which one's the right one for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would actually be wondering, like, just what... Because, like, I think it's kind of hard to think about what you need from a post-bac program. Mm-hmm. Like, some people do need support. Some people need discipline. Some people need time management skills. Some people need um, a routine. They need to learn new study habits. So there's, like, a lot of different things. And these are things that you can ask those uh, post-bac programs. Did you interview at Creighton's post-bac? Mm-mm. No? Okay. Because, like, I interviewed at MedPrep. Mm-hmm. So depending on how your method is, maybe you can even call and just say, like, these are the things I'm looking for. Maybe, like, mm-hmm. make, like, a list of five things. Um, and ask them, like, ask them, but also ask students that you can find mm-hmm. that have done the program. Be like, yeah. are these at this school? Mm-hmm. Um, and then think of the things that you would absolutely hate. So if you have days where you're, like, they aren't organized at all, like, or all their classes are at night. So I could definitely like do things during the day. I yeah. hate that. Like know that ahead of time. Yeah. That way you can funnel out what you don't want to do. Exactly. And like my thing is the biggest thing is like if a med school isn't guaranteed, don't expect, don't go mm-hmm. into, cause I feel like a lot of people go into um, post-bac programs thinking, Oh, it's affiliated with the school. Like um, I'm definitely going to get into the school if I do this post-bac program. It's, mm-hmm. That is not guaranteed. Yeah. So don't go into it with that mindset. Yeah, because like med prep had a, you had to get a 498 at least to get into their med school. Yeah. And plenty of people didn't make that. Mm-hmm. So to even apply. Yeah. So it was just like, wow, like I spent a whole year here, didn't get it, and y'all not going yeah do anything and it's like they they told you what you needed like that's so crappy yeah um so yeah there you go Giselle I hope we were able to tell you things uh let's move on so the next listener that we have a question from I need a male name uh where was Giselle from I was we were trying to say somebody um we're trying to talk about somebody we had in our Pat program. No, no, I mean, like, I saw it was from a Disney movie. Oh, probably. I think it was Giselle. Wasn't that like when Cinderella was You know what? Sleeping Beauty. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's stick with Sleeping Beauty. Oh, really? Yeah. All the guys' beauty. names are boring. Can I? I want to. Mm. 
Okay, do the whatever name you want. Kia's so dramatic. <gasps> Just do the name. No, no, no. Give us a name. Give us a, a I... super villain name. Mojo Jojo. Wow. Okay, that's like good. <laughs> that's good and super random. Okay. Mojo Jojo said. <laughs> We're not saying you're a villain, by the way. No, yeah, it's just a fun name. <laughs> okay, Mojo Jojo. Shout out to you. Oh, I definitely emailed him back. I'm stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I would first like to say thank you both for being yourselves and representing us well. Oh, he has do we? not met us. <laughs> Second, I absolutely love your podcast. My name is Mojo Jojo, and I am a senior, da, 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 graduating a year early. And trying to prepare to take the MCAT while working. Flo is putting Just her go. hair stuff up. <laughs> while working and taking classes. Could you please give me some tips on handling it all? Sincerely, Mojo Jojo. So, I... Okay, so how did you do when you were studying and uh, taking the MCAT? Horrible. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> That's my word for everything, though. Horrible. Horrible. But don't let that f- stop you. Plenty of people, plenty of people have studied and taken classes and done fine. Yeah. Um, it depends on what classes you're taking, one. Um, I think also, too, it depends on what semester you're taking it because, mm-hmm. you know, December versus May, very different. Flo has tons of energy right now. I'm shocked. And, um, yeah, keep going. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so it, that that's really important. Um, it depends on what classes you've already taken. Do not play yourself and take the MCAT if you have classes that you have not taken. You're not going to learn physics 2 by looking at a book. Mm-hmm. Or biochem. Mm-hmm. Or sociology. I mean, well, sociology maybe. But I don't do sociology like that. You know, that's my baby. Fair. I think, I think if anything, <laughs> is memorization. Ugh, you know it was memorization. It's not memorization. Bro. It was, bro, 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 bro. What? Why did you know? Why did you you know, you know her examples helped you do good on that test. Shout out to Ann Wood. I know. (laughs) But that's why you took it. That's why you did sociology because you thought it was an ETA. I did not think it was an ETA. I liked the material. I liked social interaction. She hates people. Lies. (laughs) Lies. Lies. Okay, keep going. I'm calling lies. Hello. Hey, 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 lies. hey, hey. I'm calling hey. lies. Okay, Hello. Keep going. This is so fun. So yes, um, I think we're almost done, honestly. <laughs> but yes, so definitely think about the classes that you've taken and understand you're not gonna learn whatever mm-hmm, you're missing mm-hmm. from a book. I did that. It was completely stupid. Oh, I, did you? You know, I didn't have I didn't have physics two or biochem when I took the MCAT. Biochem, bro. Physics two. I'm like, you can get away with that. Mm just saying you d- I mean, don't yeah, do that because like but, optics is really the only thing okay played myself you did what I, hard the whole mcat's biochem i've been playing myself for quite some time oh i can tell <laughs> you want to play tennis close terrible <laughs> <laughs> you want to play tennis <laughs> um but yeah no so i'd say that is like the biggest thing mm-hmm. but oh talk about time management okay quality mm-hmm. over quantity mm-hmm. um yes i think it's better like 
especially when you start studying, um, especially if you're juggling like school, extracurriculars, MCAT study, make sure like when you devote your MCAT studying, like your phone's off, you have like specific. Oh, can I stop on my app? No. You have specific. Oh my God. Because you be cheating. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I love this app. Let so me finish. Have, oh, okay. Okay. Um, devote specific, like know the content you're going to study, know how much like, hey, I'm studying cars. I'm going to do 10 cars passages in this amount of time and I'm gonna review it this amount of time and make sure I get the full maximum benefit out of my studying it's just because you're balancing a ton of stuff like you don't have time to be like oh let me watch 30 minutes of an episode oh let me get back to cars yeah like, sitting at a desk doesn't kind of study yeah and then if you say hey I study for eight hours but you really study for 20 of those eight hours that's not study 20 minutes of those eight hours that okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's a good point because mm-hmm. I, I definitely did that I did that i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um so the forest app is a really good way to make sure you're not using your phone let me tell you about Kia it stay shouting out all these people that aren't sponsoring us yeah yeah oh it's, it's okay i'm glad you said that let's take this time to, <laughs> <laughs> to hear from our beloved spot i'll just put it at the beginning <laughs> okay so um yes Forest is a cool app that basically you plant trees while you study and it keeps you off your phone. So you basically, it just say, like, it makes it so that you, if you leave the app, your tree dies. It sounds very childish, but I'm obsessed and I've planted plenty trees. I've also spent a dollar trying to double my points. Ah, don't yet judge me. So. And we were at a conference and she was planting a tree and not studying. <laughs> well, you can have different things for you planting a tree. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's so fun. So <laughs> if you guys have anything um, or have a difficult time staying off your phone, Forest is great. And if you want to plant a tree together, let me know and we can plant trees together Aww. in our community garden. <laughs> Okay. Because I refuse to join her. Oh, she's taking forever to download this app. Okay. She wants to use her phone. That's why. That's, that's why. Oh, God. Why. But, um, yes. Yeah, so, Mo- yeah quality, quality over quantity. For sure. And, oh, um, your, your topics. Like, when you have your... He showed us the oh. schedule that he has. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it looks really good, but you need to have each topic for the day. So, yeah. like, what you plan on covering. Like, by topic, I mean, like, yeah. chapter 8, um, DNA and RNA yeah. um, replication or yeah, something. Yeah, but other than... Like, your schedule is amazing. Just... And if you don't know the specific topics you want to cover, like, far out, but, like... Take your, I think it'd be good to literally Saturday, take your practice test, review it Sunday, and then Sunday, like, the either, All of Sunday? I'm not, girl, you know, you didn't review your practice test all of Sunday? It was throughout the week. Oh, I reviewed mine all Sunday. All on one day? Yeah. I mean, like, when you first started? Yeah. Lord have it mercy. like, take, I, yeah. Oh, goodness, I but did. I did, that's me. Yeah, I did, um, Monday, so Sundays I took breaks, and then Monday I did... Kempfiz, oh god, Kempfiz, um, <laughs> Tuesday, no, because you're going to leave us. I'm not. You need four. It's a canceled one. Praise God, they're always canceled. <laughs> no, she's going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. So I do Monday, uh, Kempfiz, cars, oh, we had our, we had a professor for cars, oh, so we didn't, did with them. yeah, we didn't review, um, cars, and then Tuesday, I did biochem and bio, and then Wednesday, I did psych Thursday, study, you know, my, mm-hmm. my mess ups, Friday, take a break, Saturday, okay. do it all again, so it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was throughout the yeah. week, I, it was, I didn't mind all on Sunday, but like, from, from your review, then you can like, go back in your schedule, and like, 
edit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and insert. Yeah. Copy and paste. And I think what's important is you don't want to spend too much time on content. No, no. And honestly, like, we were talking about this again. Um, The study strategies and study skills, like, we have, we learned taking the MCAT. We use it on the test because. Oh, God. There's probably, like, hella questions I don't know. Yeah. I use my reasoning skills. Or, like, teachers don't tell you and you're like, well, they told me this. So, I guess I'll infer this from this question. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, you, you really, the MCAT really tests your reasoning skills. And, like, that's kind of where the medical school is going now because um you can doctors literally pull out their phone and google stuff literally like they will plug in somebody's symptoms yeah and, and we tell people not to do that exactly and literally like the first day of school they were like download MedCalc on your phone right mm-hmm. now to to figure out stuff calculate uh amounts yeah, exactly. of, of dosing and things like exactly. that exactly so like the medical field is really going away from people memorizing all this stuff to really people like reasoning and like using knowing their, how to use yeah. your resources yeah exactly yeah. so like the whole the mcat's kind of more towards reasoning like i think kaplan says it's 20 percent content 80 percent reasoning yeah is that is or like that strategy strategy yeah so. they, they are strategy well kaplan's super happy yeah yeah but some content you have to know like amino acids we still gotta know that now dude <laughs> so, we definitely have to know our amino yeah. acids which is annoying yeah so like certain content like that like you have to like amino acids i can't think of anything else but i mean dna stuff yeah like the psycho section like he had tried to say it's a lot of memorizing <laughs> but like we've even i feel like we're still learning stuff that we had to cover on the mcat because mm-hmm. like dna and rna splicing yeah uh mrna replication like just all of that mm-hmm. D- dna replication it's yeah. all coming back they're talking about it now they're covering it all in yeah. an hour where you might have talked about it in a week in undergrad a semester you know um but it's just like they expect us to know it so they're glazing through it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's why it's also so important to get this is still referring back to the other um well no because i could still be referring to uh undergrad education but this is why it's important to soak up your classes um and get a firm understanding of your classes because when you have those classes like they will come back and you're taking them they're required by the medical school and they're expecting you to know them so when they talk about genetics literally a whole class of genetics in 30 minutes yeah they're doing it in a way that they expect you to know it yeah exactly or they'll just ask you a question and they'll expect you to know like what it is and they're not they're not covering it so no yeah Yeah, um yeah that's true so it's just it's kind of scary but you get good at it, and you guys can definitely do it. Um, it just it just takes practice, so yeah. that's why. Oh, we said two minutes, two minutes, Jesus, two months for um, content. Yeah, if if you're starting early too, and you have that leisure time, like two months to strengthen the content. Maybe like you just glazed over in your undergrad classes, or you just were a little shaky on. Yeah, two mm-hmm. months, and then I say six to eight weeks. Yeah, six to eight weeks, and then just strict practice tests, mm-hmm. questions, mm-hmm. reasoning, strategies. When you figure out your strategies, you stick to it and stick practice to that. It. Yeah, and um, how long would you say? How many months for practice? I'd say six to eight weeks for that too. That's it. Oh, really? Well, like, four months total. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, depending on, like, how strong you are. And, like, if you're a good test taker. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you were to do, like, um, four months isn't bad. Um, And you have to take into account, like, you're not doing this for 24 hours a day every day. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's thinking maybe, like, five hours every day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which should be a healthy amount, I think. I don't know. Um, 
so yeah, if you could, if you haven't already, I mean, I'm sure you're knee deep in your semester now, but um, if you haven't already chosen your classes, make it a light load. Don't play yourself. It's not worth it. Not at all, because then your MCAT's going to suffer, your grades are going to suffer, your personal life's going to suffer, and then you're just... You're going to be sad. Honestly, sad. you might want to do online classes. Mm-hmm. That way you can just knock out your classes, maybe like in a month, Yeah. Um, and then... You know, sign on for exams, but mm-hmm. in the meantime, take your take your studies very serious. So yeah, um, this episode has flown. Um, flown, flown, flown. Oh, flew. <laughs> oh, this episode got flewed out. Oh my gosh! Oh, still <laughs> sitting here in Missouri. Um, so we have fifteen minutes, and we're gonna do the MMI segment. I'm so excited. Should we explain MMI? Yeah. Okay. So MMI is multiple mini interviews. Um, and basically you'll have, you'll, it's timed. So like there'll be, I think the one I had had like 10 rooms and, um, the way they did it at the school, it was like, you have a minute to read the scenario outside of the door and then you go inside. Uh, you have like another minute to like gather your your thought process and you go inside and I think you had six minutes to talk about your question. Um, and then that was it. And mm-hmm. then you walked out the room and then you walked to the next room and it was like, next, next. Like, it sounds pretty intensive, but it's like really fun. Like, I feel like the first two are like, kind of like, oh my God, wow, this sucks. And then it's just like, oh, okay. Like, this is cool. And I think it's just weird. Cause like the interviewer isn't really like talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like keeping you awake. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll both answer the questions, um, but I'll just ask you first and then I'll answer it. I don't know. And then we'll switch on the next one. That's fair. We'll do two and then I'll answer the first next one. Okay. Okay. Number one. Do you generally, oh, shoot. Okay. Do you think general practitioners have an obligation to report their patient's health status to a public health agency if their patients have an active infectious disease? So before you answer... And anybody who is actually interviewing, take a second, like pause this, and then answer it. I think that's a good way to oh, use God. this. Okay. What? Okay, um, no, I that's, think, it's good for them. I think I'm doing pre work. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you took the time to pause it, do that now. Okay, great. <laughs> um, okay, go flow. Okay, so uh, can, can you say it again? Yeah, I can. Okay. Do you think general practitioners have an obligation to report their patient's health status to a public health agency if their patients have active infectious diseases? So, yes, I do believe general health practitioners do have the right to report, um, I guess, statistics like this, Mm -hmm. um, because that's how you can, like, trace different diseases and... um, epidemics that are going on in different areas and kind of track how the disease is like progressing and moving through a society and it kind of helps come come up with like cures and because like that's how like HIV was like discovered like they noticed like a specific population um trend of trend of men were getting like like sick of and, had and just certain, randomly yeah dying. randomly dying so like then they were like okay maybe we should study that and so they studied started studying that a little bit more and then they were like hey this is actually hiv and then now it's like we have all these um 
by antivirals and stuff and it keeps keeping people alive so but i do also think that you need to have consent and explain it to your patients um mm-hmm. to, so that they know this um and they might kind of they might feel weird about it but i think explaining it is the best nice terrible no you did great <laughs> so i'm gonna give this to you and you find a question while i answer okay it. so um i would say Yes, you do have a responsibility to report these things, and uh, I'm not going to refer to Flo's answer. Um, I say because this is how you determine, um, so this is your way of bettering the entire population. Um, You have a responsibility to protect and serve the health of all um, and and everybody that you encounter. Um, And so by doing so and keeping the public safe, um, you should also report any um, active diseases that are going on because that's how you in- improve basically the entire population. Um, so I went on a kind of epidemiology <laughs> route um, because that is how you keep everyone safe is by letting them know that uh, there's a potential issue um, that could infect everybody. So, yeah. Ooh. That was a dumb answer. No, it was good. Just, thanks, friend. That was good. But, yeah, I think the, the major thing was that was, like, pick a side... Mm-hmm. And then defend it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I guess you can say the other side. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, you can acknowledge the other yeah. side. Um, that one wasn't really an either or. That's good, though. That's good. Okay. Did you pick a bad one for I me? Did. No, it's not bad. Oh, it's kind of something we we just learned about this. So, like, if you're taking... Oh, God. <laughs> if you... this Well, I picked this one because I'm like... about diabetes? No, no. Oh, I want. I know about diabetes. It's not about diabetes. I think this it's not health insurance. Oh shucks. <laughs> oh shucks. I think it's very good to make sure, like on your interviews, like you've looked up like Obamacare and all that good stuff mm-hmm. um, before you go in and health policies. Because honestly, I didn't. They they told like I was ready to answer questions like that, but mm-hmm. I didn't get them. So yeah, I didn't get any. I didn't get any, Praise but God. be ready. Just because we didn't doesn't mean you you guys will. Okay, <laughs> so Kiatana. Oh, I don't want to say your last name. Girl, they, they, don't, they okay. should know it. Kiatana Square. Yes. What is the difference? Oh, God. Between HMOs and PPOs. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, my question is going to be bad next. Because so. I have no idea. What you do. The, so I do, I do. We just learned HMOs um, are basically practices that work under shucks. So PPOs are the ones that... <laughs> Let's do a little pause. Oh, think. right. Pause. <laughs> pause to answer the question. <laughs> and if you don't know the question, look it up. <laughs> okay. And we're back. <laughs> and I still don't know, guys. Well, I don't remember this. I think um, I HMOs either. are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to fight her. Why does we she? Could, we, could do, we could do group do this. I, okay, I group know. do this. <laughs> Okay, let's see. So I remember, so these are healthcare policies. Yes. PPO is um, the one from your job that, uh, it's under the practice. Yeah, I I know the difference. Like PPOs, you can go to any healthcare practitioner. Like you don't have to go through family medicine first Mm -hmm. to go to a specialist, but HMOs you have to. You have to go through a primary care and then they'll facilitate where you go. Yeah, that's one of the differences. Great. Because I thought it was interesting. More than what I got. Why did you, <laughs> why did you pick something you didn't know that you... <laughs> To remind them to look at their health policies. For sure. Okay. I'll do another one. Praise God. 
Okay. Um, now they know I don't know insurance. Okay. You are a third year medical student doing hospital rotations. Mm-hmm. A fellow medical student who is doing rounds with you often shows up to these sessions tired, messy, hungover, oh, or God. even drunk. Child, no. Mm, I know. <laughs> Um, one day you found him in the lunchroom unaccompanied, so you decided to talk to him. Please enter the lunchroom. Oh, okay. Oh, mm. I'm, so I'm guessing in these scenarios, you'd read this outside of a room. Yeah, and then you would enter the lunchroom to right. talk to them. Okay, so we'll pause so that you guys can help this young man get his life together. All right. <laughs> so, um, my first attempt would be, um... To approach him as a peer. So I would say, um, hey, it is very obvious that you are lacking in organization um, lately. Um, it doesn't really look very good to um, our higher ups. And it's really reflecting bad um, on all of us because we are a team. And if one of us are slacking, it's basically like all of us are slacking. Um, I want you to succeed. You're one of my peers. um, And I want all of us to do great things. So you really got to get it together. Um, And basically let him know that if he continues in this way, he might not be able to finish med school. And then he can never pay off his loans. That escalated. Um, But there is consequence to his um, disorganization. And as a physician, these habits will follow him. And that is very dangerous and could be life-threatening to people that he practices with. Exactly. No, that was amazing. And I would report him to the somebody committee because you always want to say ethics committee. Well, if he's drunk on the job, he needs to be reported to somebody like the police. (laughs) He needs, somebody besides ethics needs to talk to him. But you always want to say that you would basically tattle. Yeah. Or in some way say, like, you would take take leadership approach to reporting him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you don't, that's, you're, you're kind of, you're harming patients. Yeah, you're, you could be held responsible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love, I love Kia's answer. The only thing I would add to oh, that shucks. is, no, it's great. <laughs> Thanks, I would add that um, he's doing himself a disservice, too, not... Um, Fully just learning the material to become the best doctor he can be. Absolutely. And his spot was limited. And someone else could have had it. Mm. Could have been somebody blind. What you <laughs> Sorry. The shade. I'm in our school. <laughs> they were light picking. Um, yeah, this is so fun. I love these. Okay. <laughs> oh, are we doing more? Yeah, we can, we can do one more probably. Okay. You are a cardiologist at a local hospital who just finished his shift and has a tight run to your daughter's high school graduation ceremony. As you're headed off to the to the door, Jennifer, a patient who knew you well, saw you from the waiting room and grabbed your attention. Doctor, I have the best oh, I have a bad chest pain. Please stay for a bit. I'll feel much better if you were here. Enter the waiting room and talk to Jennifer. Mm. So pause right now to answer this question. Okay, go flow. So Kia picks this answer because she knows I have no patience. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I would say, okay, Jennifer, I know I I would I would reassure her that the doctor that's going to be taking care of her is one of my colleagues, and he's going to do the best that he possibly can to make sure her chest pain is dealt with. Um, but right now. I have something else to attend to. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I'm done attending to that, I will be right here with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yes. I... <laughs> right. What did you say? I, number one, um, 
I definitely would not promise that I would be back. I would not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to give a promise. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, I know Flo would put her headphones on uh, before heading to the door. So she would not hear. <laughs> do you see? This is, y'all, you see the shit? She would not hear Jennifer. Because I do this. <laughs> headphones on. Um, But no, I would actually say, um, as important as I know this chest pain is, I'm going to put one of my best colleagues on mm. this. Um, and I will refer you to them. And I want to follow up with you in two weeks. <laughs> or whatever have you. Dang, you didn't give her a week. You said two. I'll follow up with her tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, this is hard. This is it really is hard. hard because I feel like at the same time, like, as a doctor, like, you have to be able to, like, it sounds bad, but you, like, you can't physically be there for yourself and for your patients 24-7. Mm-hmm. So I, I really think that's what this question is getting at. Um mm-hmm. So, and you have to establish boundaries, yeah, healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries. Um, but if you're off the clock. You off the clock. Yeah. I do think, although I think it would be beneficial at a medical school interview to say you would assess the patient. Yeah. 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 If you're at a medical school interview, just say, alert your family and let them know that you will be late and mm-hmm. um, take the time to assess the patient. If yeah. it's bad chest pain, then you can take the time. I mean, depending on the time of the encounter, too, it could be past the point where you could order any labs or, mm-hmm. you know, if they're closed. So um, it just depends. But I would definitely say you would at least attempt to assess the patient. Yeah, and then give her to your colleague mm-hmm. and just reassure her that he is trusted. and Or she. 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 she, she. <laughs> She's going to do the best job she possibly can. Mm-hmm. 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 And on that note, we're done. So um, thank you guys for putting up with our shenanigans. If you don't already follow us on all the things, you can follow us on Instagram at melanin period in period medicine. Uh, That's it. Or you can email us at melaninmedicine02 at gmail.com. You can add us on Facebook at melanin in medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have new business cards. So if you see us around floating in your city, um, don't throw us away or put your gum in it. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got, folks. We're going to do pre-work. Adios. Bye.